Welcome back to season two of Release the Podcast. Here we go. I'm so excited it's happening. It is actually happening. And so we haven't touched this for two and a half years. It came out three years ago in the beginning of 2020. It was crazy. Well, since then, I have learned a lot. I've needed to learn a lot. And I think that Released is going to be better for it. Released is for return missionaries. It's for that returned sister who finds herself in her apartment every weekend night. It's for that returned elder who hesitates to bear his testimony that he used to share so freely. It's for that returned sister who starts to notice forbidden feelings. It's for that returned elder who thinks that the best way out is by ending everything. There are countless ways a missionary can struggle when coming home, and missions are great to teach you virtues and principles but you're not truly tested on those principles until you get home. I've known missionaries that have come home from the mission and then go straight back to a foreign country, trying to assimilate to a culture and learn a language while going to school, working, dating, going to church. It's hard. There's missionaries that feel a lack of purpose. They feel overlooked in a ward full of return missionaries. Maybe you're dutifully dating, but nobody seems to catch your eye. But when they do... They're never interested in you. Your testimony might not feel like it used to, and then you're confronted with church history you can't explain. And there are many of us that have done something or have done many things or are currently doing something. We can even get to the point of hating ourselves. Sometimes we just tell ourselves it's not too bad. It eases our conscience to set our own morals because who can love up to the standards of a God? Now, who am I? I'd like to introduce myself. I am Talmadge Thane. I'm the host of the podcast. And I tell my released story in the first episode of this podcast, so I'm not going to get into detail. I'll be brief. If you want context, you can go listen to that. I was born in Virginia, raised in Utah, and served in Scotland and Ireland. On returning home, I fell back into some toxic behaviors, toxic habits, Porn and masturbation were symptoms of other problems I had. And then my sin progressed. I found myself in a place I did not think I would ever be. I hurt people, and I had been hurt. I had an addiction that was destroying my life. I was in a dark place, and everybody could tell. I'm a terrible liar, so people could read me like a book. If self-hatred was a legit resting face, that would be mine back then. I hated the fact that the people I loved most and that loved me most were hurt by seeing my sad life, so I ran away. Addiction, isolation, hate. This was my life, and I didn't see it changing. Now, I've painted you a very sad picture, but it didn't stay that way. I have to attribute the change, or at least the desire to change, to the people who are in my life. As soon as I realized that running away from them and isolating wouldn't work, that they would just keep running to me, I decided to take their word for it. They saw something in me that I didn't. Abraham Lincoln once said, I'm a success today because I had a friend that believed in me and I didn't have the heart to let him down. So I started working on myself. Their Christ-like love for me transformed me. I I, I was legit a recipient of Christ-like love coming through my family and friends. And it, and it inspired me to change. And I did. It, it's taken a while, still 
on the process of continual change, but my life is full of hope, excitement. I have more confidence in myself and in my abilities and ultimately where I'm going. And all of this is the polar opposite of how I used to feel on a daily basis. Now, my life isn't perfect, of course. I'm actually going to be sharing some stories that have happened in the past three years um, that I've learned a lot from, and, and it'll be fun. I'll probably share them later on in the season. And I'm most excited to share your stories, to have guests on, to read stories out loud, whether you want to sign it or leave it anonymous. I'm ecstatic to build this podcast and a library where returned missionaries can go and find hope. There are so many people who have similar stories. Now, nobody has your story. Your story is unique, but we can at least understand each other. Christ loves us so much because he knows us. He knows the pain, the joy. He knows your good and bad intentions. He knows your trauma and your core memories. And his love because he knows you, can transform you. His love is not just based on who you are right now and who you used to be, but also who you can be, and that transformation is absolutely beautiful. And we can be a messenger of that love. We can show understanding and love towards people just like my friend showed it to me. Now, if you want to see something amazing, love someone and watch them rise to the level of your perception. And if you want to be someone amazing, Ask God how he feels about you. Now, I have taken so long to get started again. And yeah, I had a lot to learn, but I delayed it much longer than I needed to. And I finally just forced myself to set a date, even though I do not feel ready. These past couple weeks have been a tsunami of pain, stress, self-doubt, temptation, and overall just an overwhelming feeling to give up. These emotions were impossible to avoid. They were just constantly attacking me for some reason. And one night I was laying in bed, just this week, I was laying in bed and I couldn't fall asleep. And I was trying to do good with my nightly routine. And so I was getting to bed at like 10.30, mission time. And... (laughs) So I'm getting to bed at 10.30 and I couldn't sleep. And around 12.30, 1 o'clock, I decided to get up and look around my room. I looked at my bookshelf and started looking through all of my books. And I don't have many, but I want to build a little library someday. I want to, I want to have books. And as I was looking through it, I saw, I saw a big, thin book. And I looked at it and... There's only one ever published. It's pretty special. And it was for me. (laughs) My mom, when I first got home from my mission, she put together a a book of all of my emails and pictures that I sent home. And so I was like, oh, cool. Well, I haven't looked at this for five years, so might as well take a peek. And so I started looking through it, started reading things, and I was blown away with how many things I've forgotten from my mission. Like I, I read how I had baptized this man and I totally forgot about it. That it sounds terrible. It really does. But I found this guy and some sisters moved into the area. I, we had to split the area. So we gave him this guy and we had taught him a couple times and he ended up 
asking me to baptize him. And I have no recollection of it. And so reading that was really fun. As I was reading through the book, I came to a passage on the 21st of November, 2016. So near the end of my mission, I wrote to my family. And this is what I said. I'm just going to read it for you. I've been thinking a lot about mediocrity and excellence. I don't hate too many things, but I hate mediocrity in myself. I hate it because it's a vice that nobody will call you to repentance for. It is so subtle. It always says, you've met the requirement. You don't need to do anything more. Mediocrity is just going through the motions to satisfy. Its existence is to survive, not to achieve. But is that what God wants for us? An okay life? God had planned our potential long before we were even here on earth. We are eternal beings and someday can become like God. Mediocrity is the enemy of excellence. God is excellent. Therefore, mediocrity is the enemy of God as well as us. Mediocrity's highest aspiration is to have the approval of man. The world's moral standard is easy. That's why we settle for it. But if we don't accept it, dig deep, look for what God has planned for us, we will be excellent. Now, I needed to hear that. God needed me to read that. I was tempted to shrink from this, this whole thing, this podcast. But God used my past self to call me out. I'm, I'm, I had mediocre thoughts. I was, I was wanting to settle. God knew how I felt. He encouraged me and then told me to try harder. Because it's not every day God gives you another mission call. There's a quote by Marcus Aurelius where he says, Remember how long you've been putting this off. How many extensions the gods gave you. And you didn't use them. There is a limit to the time assigned to you. And if you don't use it to free yourself, it will be gone and never return. Now, it sounds dramatic, but it's exactly what I needed. And now I'm here. I'm recording this podcast. And my hope and my prayer is that the guests and the stories shared on here will inspire you to take hold of your life, of your work, of your adventure, of your ministry, and watch the Lord do his work. I want you to have that confidence in God's plan for you. He has incredible things in mind. He just needs you on board. Now, this is just a short trailer of the podcast. I want to ask something of you. I'm looking for guests. I'm looking for stories. I would love to hear yours. If you can email me at releasethepodcast at gmail.com, that'd be amazing. I could tell you the whole submission process. And please reach out to me. I get so excited reading these stories and hearing from you and your thoughts on the podcast. And if you can subscribe and if you can leave a review, if you can listen to the podcast or if you know of somebody that could benefit from it, please share it. Your story deserves and needs to be shared. There's going to be so many people that will benefit from it. Let's encourage, understand, and help one another in our released stories. Remember, God has planned on your success. And though you've been released from your mission, you've not been released from your ministry.